Welcome to the Lucides Podcast, where I explore everything. Because I believe in the infinite, unbounded potential within each of us. This is Shelley, a fellow seeker and a lover of life's mysteries. I invite you to join me and explore your uncharted depths. Today I share my story of energy healing. This is simply my personal tell, so I wouldn't take it seriously. It's only as true as my clarity at the time. What's important to me in this is that you discover your own clarity around energy healing. Before I tell you all the ways I failed as an energy healer, let me explain how I ever found myself lying on one of those tables and how I eventually attempted to become an energy healer. It wasn't because I believed in energy healing. I didn't. It wasn't because I thought it would work. I was sure it wouldn't. It wasn't because it resonated with me. It felt abrasive. And it wasn't because I trusted someone's opinion or had a spiritual epiphany. At the time, I actually detested any woo-woo, esoteric, energy healing stuff. I was a logical, rational atheist. I wasn't going to submit to anyone's crazy notions, especially when they had no tangible proof. I didn't get to energy healing easily. I finally got there because I was desperate. I was falling apart. I couldn't hold up the world I had created for myself, the one I thought would bring me joy. I had obtained a degree in mathematics. I owned a successful business. I lived in a big house on a hill. I had plenty of friends and two amazing children. What else is there? Nothing. So why couldn't I live this dream life? Why did I crumble a little more every day? Why did I want to quit everything? I couldn't pretend any longer, so I went to an energy healer. They touched some energy centers on my body and said a few things I don't remember, and I left. The rest of the day, my mind was calm and my body was relaxed. I noticed an ease within myself, and I figured I was all better. But within a few days, I was back to my wretched self. So I went back to the energy healer, and back, and back. My initial approach was logical and scientific. I studied neuroplasticity, epigenetics, trauma as a mind-body connection, and meditation as a method to rewire the brain. After a while, I began to study ancient texts about healing, about indigenous cultures. I even went so far as to travel to the jungles of Peru and Costa Rica and learn about plant medicine, ceremony, rituals. I also studied for a few years with a Native American shaman, and what I found through my scientific 
and soulful explorations was a shared foundation. The principles of science and the art of soul overlapped beautifully. As I explored this, I continued to lie on tables and experience this thing called energy healing. I was fascinated by it, even though I didn't understand what was happening. I was also experiencing those things called energy healers. They too were fascinating. I'd like to tell you a thing or two about the energy healers I've met along my journey. None of what I share here is an absolute truth. It's simply my perspective, a perspective which is surely clouded by my own insecurities and challenges. I've met many energy healers, and I've found a good deal of them to be arrogant, a bit know-it-all. They see what's wrong with you, but they can't seem to ever see clients as healthy and well. They're often blind to their own shortcomings, and they unload these onto their clients. Many are terrified of their own wounds, yet proud to show off others. They are often deeply insecure about their worth and seek to prove themselves through healing. When they heal you, they are divine, and when they don't, there's something terribly wrong with you. It's a great gig, really. Energy healers get to be their best while watching you at your worst. That's why I decided to become one. Not really. As I said, I never had an interest in this realm. But in spite of all the messiness that people brought into the process, I knew that something was happening. So after four years of lying on tables, feeling both healed and harmed, I found myself pushed toward energy healing. It was like a tsunami wave heaved inside me, rolling me toward a future I had never wanted nor considered. I knew enough not to fight it. So I opened a little energy healing office and began. What did I begin? I began to see all my shortcomings. I saw my desperate need to heal other people. And when I didn't, I felt worthless. I saw my insane need to have all the answers. And when I didn't, I felt ashamed. I saw my absurd notion of healing as a state of perfection, and when that didn't happen, I felt broken. I saw my tendency to suffocate clients through my fear of abandonment. I watched myself carry the responsibility for healing my clients and then drown in their trauma as they blamed me for not getting better. I saw my immature beliefs about love loss, relating to others, and my deep misunderstanding of this exquisite journey of living toward dying. Each day as an energy healer, I was faced with the infernal torment of being a failure, no matter what I did. Clients lay on my table and asked me to heal them, and I desperately replied over and over, 
Yes, of course. Please allow me to heal you. About two years into this disaster, I stopped. My failures as an energy healer were no longer passable as random mistakes. They were piling up too fast for me to bury. So I sat quietly for a few weeks, assessing the damage. The damage of trying to heal another person. I thought about what I most wanted when I lay on other tables, when I asked to be healed. What I discovered is that I never really wanted anyone to heal me. I wanted to heal myself. And so I became the energy healer I wished I had found. I began my new journey by crafting commitments. Commitments to myself. Commitments to the art of energy healing. And commitments to the universe, a higher power. My commitments were simple straight as arrows. I heal only myself. I empower clients to heal themselves. I encourage clients to discover their personal truths and live their truths. I support clients on their journey as long as it resonates with my personal truths. Once I was solid with my commitments, I opened my doors again and waited in terror because no one would possibly come. Who would come to an energy healer that commits not to heal you? When my first new client arrived, I sat before them and shook. My body shook, my voice shook, the core of my being shook. I was doing something which didn't make sense. But it was the only thing that felt integrous to my journey, to my soul. So I spoke. I do not consider myself an energy healer, a shaman, or a guru. I will not be healing you. My goal is to empower you to heal yourself. My goal is to support and guide you into a space of stillness and harmony for you to discover your truth and to live your truth. You know what is best for you. Trust yourself. Beyond all others, including me, if I say anything which doesn't resonate with you, please tell me. After I spoke these words, I waited for my new client to walk out, but they only nodded. Oh, good. That's what I want. Almost a decade later, I say these same words to every client, and no one has walked out. In fact, their normal response is relief. People want to heal themselves. They want to know they can trust themselves. They want to learn how to communicate with themselves, how to discover their wisdom, their truth, their joy, their deepest knowing. They want to be empowered to be their best self, which means I, as the energy healer, 
only need to be a humble support system. I haven't found this type of healing common. I see many energy healers, shamans, gurus, etc. needing to heal people, needing to be needed, needing to be right, to have all the answers. Perhaps they have different commitments to the universe and those work for them. But these did not work for me. The first few years after I made my commitments were filled with insecurity. I wasn't special. I wasn't important. I wasn't needed. I couldn't create relationships where my client needed me. And that was hard for me to let go of. I couldn't create relationships where my client trusted me more deeply than themselves. And that one stung deeply. I couldn't heal anyone but myself, which meant I couldn't focus on their problems. I could only create space and support for them to heal themselves and focus on my own problems. I couldn't be awesome. I couldn't know it all, be perfect, or even unwounded. I couldn't create relationships where love was dependent, where loss was my final blow, where death was to be feared, and living was misery. How odd, isn't it? And how powerful that as I healed myself, as I matured, I allowed others to do the same. I watched in awe as my clients began to heal themselves and mature alongside me. I realized that's the power of true healing, when we heal ourselves, not others. The great thing about being selfish and healing yourself is that it ripples out, naturally, to everyone around you. It heals others in the way you smile, the way you greet people, the way you cry with them, or even the way you stand tall and walk beside them. Healing may require solitude, but it need not be a solo journey. Over the years, I've come to be at peace with all the mistakes I made at the beginning because I learned from them. They helped me craft the beautiful art of energy healing I now practice. And they showed me that our greatest potentials are discovered when we fail so miserably that we can't move forward. It's then that we try something new. It may not work, but it's another valiant attempt to create a beautiful life. Healing myself is the most powerful thing I've ever done, and it's the most powerful thing I continue to do. I learn from every person, every session, every situation in life, and I share what I learn with anyone who wishes to know. I hope to support others in healing themselves. My joy is as a witness to their amazing journey of healing through processes which still mystify my mind. As you move forward and decide if energy healing is for you, please remember that we energy healers are no more perfect than the rest. Be discerning about the table the hands, the heart, 
the intent of your energy healer. Through individual healing and collective joyous inspiration, we create relationships which are self-aware, self-responsible, curious, courageous, and supportive. And we do this one step at a time. Baby steps mature into marathons. That's what I remind myself every day. Baby steps mature into marathons. With music, with miracles, and with magnificence, I bid you farewell. Thank you for exploring with me on the Lucidez podcast. It is my hope that you discovered new wisdom within yourself and are inspired to live your unique strokes of genius.